0: Welcome to the Mislabeled Podcast, a podcast made by women, for women, and about women. Three ladies from different walks of life tackle the topics that nobody is talking about. So buckle up, babes, because here, nothing is off the table. Unless you are on the table.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is the Mislabeled Podcast, and this is your host, Shweta Patel, with Gaya Wellness and my beautiful and exotically voluptuous, and intelligent as well. co hosts Ashley Rogers with Level Up Strength and Nutrition. Thank you for getting my business name right. You're welcome. (laughs) And Jessica Villegas from Highlight, Coaching and Consulting. Coaching for tweens and young adolescents and young adults.
0: Okay. So on today's podcast,
1: we're going to talk about what Jessica Villiagas does. No, we're not. (laughs) Today's podcast is going to be about going back to the roots of our initial purpose of this podcast being mislabeled. I recently got back from a trip to Dubai and was pleasantly surprised Mm. at a lot of the misconceptions that are held about the culture in the United Arab Emirates. And it brought my attention back to what we talk about all the time, which is women being mislabeled or women mislabeling or women feeling mislabeled. And I find that this is a perfect playground to talk about what some of the ideas we have about the culture, the tradition and practices and what gender and religion and the you know, societal norms are, or at least that we think there are they are in the Middle East specifically, and also how we may potentially be projecting what we consider to be the traditions of the Middle Eastern culture, and as opposed to specific countries like UAE versus other countries like Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, and how we may have misconceptions about what is considered to be acceptable there.
0: So I'd like
1: to start out with asking my beautiful hosts, hostesses, what are some of the beliefs you have when you, when we talk about, you know, the Middle East, what are our perceptions when we think about women in the Middle East?
0: That they are under extreme control. Yeah. Not aren't Aren't given necessarily a voice, at least on the public front, maybe at home, they have a voice, but maybe out in public, they don't.
1: I love how tight-lipped we've all become suddenly. Come on, guys. Give me okay, the Okay,
2: so... All right, I'm from a military family.
1: Yeah. If you were the house. real.
2: Right. Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: so my so. father
2: us. fought in Desert Storm, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Am <laughs> I not allowed to talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Am I not allowed to Okay. No, go for it. No, this is exactly what you we're know, trying to talk about. I grew up believing... But, you know, the Middle East, I believe, is lumped into what it's it's huge, right? But it's just the Middle East, right? Like, it's all just the Middle East. It's all just the same. I feel like a lot of people look at it like just like Asia.
1: Right. Asia is just Asia. If you go to Epcot, you know exactly what we think of the Middle East.
2: Oh, yes. It's India. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Which is... Also Morocco. Also yeah. Morocco.
1: Yeah,
2: I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, um, yeah oh, so yes. really when you started talking, you know what came into my mind first. It was a whole new world. So, yes, that is my first thought. But also that these are people who need to be saved, who maybe can't do things for themselves, who need intervention. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because growing up in a military family, that is kind of what I was taught, not directly. Right. But, you know, that's where my dad was most of the time when I was growing up. Yeah. Jessica?
0: Well, I mean, as I had said a second ago, like, I think when I think of Middle Eastern women, I think of women who maybe are not empowered to say the things or do the things that they want outside of their home. Maybe aren't necessarily respected like men are or looked at in the same way that men are in that culture. I mean, they don't have the same access to education in some of the Middle Eastern countries. And I think
2: we hear about the extreme acts of violence against women in some areas and kind of lump it all into the Middle East and think, okay, well, it must not be a safe place for women.
0: Yeah. I too have been to Dubai though. So I've traveled. Abu Abu Dhabi. So right there in that area I've been to, and it definitely challenged some of my beliefs, but then there were still things that I still had, there were still things I had questions about. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I could necessarily go around interviewing people because they were too busy staring at me and trying to figure out why I was there. I think
2: (laughs) that was my whole high school experience in Japan why are you here?
0: <laughs> the, were the kids hiding behind their parents, their mom's skirts? No. Looking at you? No. Peeking no around? Well,
2: everybody wanted to, well, yes, that, but also, and then stop to take pictures.
0: Yes. I had that happen too. Yeah. It's
1: funny. We all have had that experience then. I actually went to school in India for a couple of years and my mom being economically very, you know, conscientious mother, AKA a Gujarati mom, That's just the area of India we're from, or the state that we're from, Gujarat. And they're known to be merchants and very financially. We're called the Indian Jewish community. Like, there's a, if that makes any comparison of stereotypes since we're going there. And so, the funny thing would be like, here I am in the fourth grade in an all girl school, Catholic school, and there's uniforms. And, you know, my mom's like, well, you're not really going to be here for all the whole time. So, we don't need to buy you a uniform. Well, thanks, Mom. I was worried that I would stand out. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So yeah, for the entire summer time that I was in India, which was, by the way, my summer, she thought it would be great to put me into school there so that I wouldn't harass her out of boredom. Brilliant woman and also excellent for my algebra skills. Yes, I said fourth grade. So every single day I would go to school in normal clothes, which in that school meant that it was your birthday. Because that was the only time, <laughs> <laughs> it was the only time you wore you regular clothes, right? So every a- day was your birthday. Well, no, that's not even, it's not as awesome as it sounds, right? Because you'd think, oh, it's my birthday. I can do it. No, not in a common school. When you show up in fancy dress, which is what it's called, regular clothing, then you have to show up with some kind of a treat for the entire class. Oh, and then you get to go to other classes in your grade, other classrooms, and also hand out treats. And it's like the time you're celebrated, like, Hi, it's my birthday. I'm here to give out treats to everybody. Except this Patelli <laughs> Shweta Patel was there in fancy dress without treats every single day. So you oh, like, became, you know, that girl who just got she tired of brings us treats. Yeah. And she's from the US. Like how stingy. She yeah. is the treat. Yeah. Fourth graders didn't really appreciate that. My amazing personality was all they needed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, but going back to what you were both saying. Yeah. So Ashley, you mentioned like, you know, growing up in a military family, that too, like... Fighter pilot, family man, right?
2: I so feel like this cool. comes up
1: every single episode. I know. I kind of. i have like really so questioning
2: good. my military life, childhood since this podcast started.
1: <laughs> what? No,
2: it's so badass.
1: Ask Tom or Kirk. or the
2: beliefs that I was brought up with, right? Like yeah. there there are some really good. Well, there were some questionable
1: things as well. But no, absolutely. But like, the beliefs every that childhood brought up with about about like what the what your home your family was doing was pretty much the same belief systems that all Americans were brought up with when it comes to what our government was deciding to do, right? Like we had a 20-year war in Afghanistan because we were definitely trying to help improve a situation in a territory that was struggling. And unfortunately, it was not successful. Yeah, I know. I'm going there, man. So, so. Sorry, no.
2: It's Jessica's key typing that I'm like, (laughs) Ooh.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were just like, wow. Yeah.
2: Oh. No, I'm listening to you. But I thought I was like, no I, was not, not I wasn't typing.
0: What are you talking about? It was, it was not a, sound effect, it
2: was sound, a sound effect on the soundboard. But I think that the issue there too, Shuito, is that it wasn't referred to as a war in Afghanistan. It was in the Middle, Middle East, East, right? Yeah. So you you get this picture in your head especially as a child because yeah. i was a young child when that was happening of like oh that is what the middle east is right that's all the middle east is like it's it's underdeveloped it's you know um you know none of the the women are all experiencing acts of violence the they need our help right that was what i grew up thinking mm-hmm. as a child that's
0: what the media wanted us to feel and think yes. about the middle mm-hmm. east
2: and mm-hmm. that's the you know go america
1: yeah way of thinking too and and then jessica what you were mentioning that you know like it's a, a land where predominantly women are their voice is not it's it's stifled or they are controlled right. or you know they don't have an equal platform of rights yeah, no, those are all the things. I think that that's the whole reason we have our podcast, right? We also feel that way here. And, and so the, that yeah. was one of my like, moments of enlightenment when I went there was, first of all, I'm like, uh, this place is really extra. Dubai, I mean. I'm like, so over the top futuristic that it kind of reminds me of like what a Mars commonly will look like when we are finally there. Right, yes. escape our planet because all of our bad shit caught up with us. It totally secondly, look, it's like a desert
0: with yeah. all of these, these man-made canals and rivers. It's, it's really interesting. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's really to look at, cool to see. It, it, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like we're, we're supposed to be like, Oh, that's so cool. Right. But I'm like, Oh man, there's water where there wasn't water. And now there's water there. Like it's always been there. And this is so weird. And there's definitely an attitude of whatever, we want we can make whatever we want we can do like which is cool that's like a great attitude but it's more like it doesn't matter if it defies gravity in the in the laws of the universe
0: or it, <laughs> or it doesn't just- matter who they have to violate in order to get that because there is definitely some stuff going on Ooh. you know in that culture to create what you see when you go there
1: well yeah like cruise ships let's be honest we all know that the people that work on cruise ships are not as happy and delighted as they look like they are But so what I realized was that specifically with Dubai, we had a lovely tour guide who kind of made it his purpose to make sure that we had a better understanding, not like a true understanding, I would say, because it was obviously his perspective. But I think definitely at least a more better understanding of what like their culture is. And their culture is a lot farther from religion based than we think it is in at least Dubai. Which yes. is which is like, oh, that's interesting. I never would have thought that. Secondly, I thought it was pretty interesting that they consider what we see as like maybe oppressiveness or controlling or subjugation of women. What I learned is that they, at least from the perspective of this single person, was like, he presented it as considered more this way. It's actually because we revere our women that we have these practices of, or that they exercise these practices because they are not imposed upon them. It is like a choice that women have that some women practice, which is frankly very true. Like even in a single household, I saw some women wearing a full garb of like the hijab, the burqa, the full. Only only this
0: much you can see.
1: Precisely. And then... In the same household were other women who were like, they were like, yeah, that's not my jam. Ladies, meet Gaia, a telehealth platform exclusively for women by women. I know what you're thinking, telehealth for your hoo-ha? Your wellness goes way beyond your gynecologic concerns. At Gaia, we get to know the whole you in all of your glory. This means your mental, hormonal, fitness, and gynecological needs and if it makes your life easier and helps you take better care of yourself, why not use modern medicine to help you be your best self? You deserve a comfortable, convenient, and comprehensive experience. You deserve health care that is designed around you, on your turf, on your terms. And now it's as easy as one, register, two, book, three, start your visit. Isn't it time for women's health care to be convenient, comfortable, and complete? Gaia Wellness something better is finally here. So I was at a hotel at one point in the lobby waiting for our Uber. And there were these three women, beautiful from what I could see from their faces. And they kept on staring at me. They were wearing the full like black garb. Their faces were like visible because they had lifted the veil over their face. So it wasn't like you could just see their eyes. So gorgeous women. And they kept staring at me. And of course, my first thought was, because I'm wearing like a tennis skirt and like a crop top, right? Because again, this was not something where like, I felt like I had to dress a certain way in certain areas to be like, I didn't feel like these cultural standards were being you know projected onto me. So I was dressed like how I normally would visiting Epcot. And I was in the hotel lobby and I was getting stares by them. And of course, my initial thought was like, oh, here we go. Right? There is a, they're probably looking at me. They're probably thinking I'm like, so disrespectful or I have no like reserve or like how I'm dressed is too revealing. And then finally me being me, I was just like, hi, cause I just made eye contact and I wanted to kind of call them out on their like, he's staring at me. And the one woman was like, are you, a, do you work out? And I'm like, how do I answer that? Is this a trick question? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, no, like, your your back muscles are just so good. We're all looking at you and admiring your back muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I felt like such a douche because I'm like, oh, oh, hi. Like, oh, my God, let's
2: be friends. Should I, should I move my hair so you should can see my them hair hair? Should, should, just, should like, I do, like, pack a, a, my a lat spread up? for
1: you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Check me out. Do you want to see me try to move <laughs> my cat? Like my
2: and they those are your shoulders oh, okay
1: <laughs> okay i can sometimes involuntarily do that and i can't so do one at having, a time <laughs> we just we ended up having this a, like, a little conversation they were telling me how they're like oh yeah we vacation here all the time we actually live in abu dhabi but it gets so and it was just like i completely forgot that they were wearing that because nothing in their mannerism was screaming oh i have to or oh this was something that is expected or it was kind of like, yeah, I'm wearing a bra, dude. And someone women so
2: Schwitz, are, like, are you,
1: are you saying yeah. that we're not defined by the clothes we wear? I'm saying that we are defined by the clothes we wear by others. Mm. And we could say, I don't give two fudges. What? Yeah. And I think that's the funny part is like, I think women there also have that mentality. I'm sure there are women there who are also dressed because they're like, man, if I don't, you know, X, Y, and Z is gonna be like, whatever. Just like here, we we too sometimes succumb to other people's opinions of us and then it impacts our behavior. But I think the point of all of this was we have misconceptions about what is considered to be a tradition versus culture versus a religious expectation of women there. And I guess the broad statement I would want to say is it ain't that bad, frankly. And they're living their best life, let me just say. Especially the women there, like in Dubai, they, first of all, they're very, very wealthy. So even under those black garb, worn for whatever reason, they're like rocking couture. And like, yeah, you know, God knows how much in gold, probably. And secondly, I think that they are a lot more liberal And any practices that they have may actually be more a reflection of respect and any expectation they have of those practices being honored are more out of respect. Just like when you are at somebody's house and you're like, should I take off my shoes? And you're not doing it because you think that it's a religious expectation or you think that, or you're being subjugated, allowing them to subjugate you because you would otherwise not take your shoes off. Like it's more of a show of respect. And so for instance, when we were at one of the old souk markets, the older oldest like trading markets, I was, you know, keeping an eye on like my belongings. Of course, you go to any kind of a market, even here, right? You're like make sure you don't get pickpocketed. And my guide was like, you know, first of all, crime in Dubai, he's like is like non existent. But secondly, he's like, if somebody was to be foolish enough, to attempt to pickpocket anyone here, the last person they would do that to is a woman because it is like it amplifies the meaning of the crime so much. It's like mm-hmm. as if to dishonor a woman like that. And I'm like, huh. So then, of course, I like roll up my sleeves, my watch, and I'm like,
2: what? Going get it? You can't
1: do shit to me. <laughs>
2: Which is like the opposite of, of if you think about like what's the first scenario that comes to your mind when you think of a pickpocket in the u.s right,
1: right. oh so yeah you're taking a woman's purse, purse. Like, yeah yeah all right yeah. and um, like the, the typical purse grab and, and right run. right and like and then or like the poor little old lady who gets like slammed in, on the floor and now oh, she has like oh, my purse. raccoon bruising because you know she got punched in the face and something. right so mm. it's like oh all right <laughs> i'll take that like I don't mind getting that level of separate treatment because it's from that place, you know, But well, we don't hear about that, which is what kind of, we don't. Like, yeah. No. Other interesting finding they sold female Viagra in the gold silk and the old silk markets. What? Yeah. I asked twice. I'm like, are we sure? <laughs> are we calling it the same thing? And they're like, yeah, well, you know, for her pleasure and this one's for his pleasure. And I'm like, like, But can she buy it? Because I'm thinking maybe it's like where the dude rolls up and he's like, I want one for me and one for her. And then, you know, she can't really buy it on her own. Or right, or it's like Bill Cosby style. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah. Anybody wants to come and buy some of this like cool Moroccan honey or something, you know, whatever. Well, their
0: level of Sharia law isn't the same as in uh, some other Middle Eastern countries.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, and then of course there is... So don't be...
0: If you think, if you're considering traveling there, you should always check travel advisories because I think of most Middle Eastern countries, the UAE is the least, is the most lax from what I understood.
1: And Dubai of all the UAEs or of all the Emirates, Dubai is the most, their current Sheikh is considered to be the most liberal from all of the lineage. So that's why they have, you know, as much, I guess, progressive, and as much of a tourist-friendly attitude as they do. And absolutely, yeah, no, there are still women being, you know, stoned and burned. And there's also, not there, I specifically don't know if there is or not, but like when we hear of the Middle East and we hear of like these acts of violence against women, because they are women, I think that we focus on it happening because they are in the Middle East. And I thought that it was an interesting juxtaposition to see that it had, Yes, obviously something to do with it being in the Middle East, but I think had more to do with the fact that it was being a woman and that that happens everywhere. I mean, nobody thinks of India as like the Middle East and it's horrendous how many rapes have already happened to women as we've been speaking on this podcast. It's ridiculous, but it's not, it's not the glorified news topic that we hear about, right? Like it is in India. India is very now self-aware of this issue and is taking steps to rectify or not rather rectify, but like to address this growing problem. But again, we don't think of India as the first country when we think of female subjugation or female violence. We think of the Middle East. And we definitely don't think of the Middle East as the first country when we think of like liberal cultural practices. And yet there it is. Yeah,
2: that's, that's for sure. Because when you asked us our opinions, you, I mean, you watched me shut down, like, you right. You're like, don't want to say the first thing that like, but it's important to talk about. Absolutely. It's important to talk about because it's hard to talk about how you have mislabeled other people in other cultures. It's easy to talk about how you've been mislabeled. It's hard to talk about. Right. Your mislabeling that you've done.
1: Absolutely. Another interesting fact before we perhaps wrap it up, is that there, the women, when they labor, the men are not allowed to be there. Not even in the hospital. So a woman's Mm -hmm. hospital is truly just a woman's hospital and they only have women's doctors, which is, I, I don't know even how to feel about that. Okay, I do, I'm lying. I do know how I felt about it when I heard about it first. I was like, that's amazing because just think of how many less people there are in the room when you're delivering a baby, right? Like, oh, doctor's dream. But... Then I was like, "Oh, wait, that sucks for the dad that they can't be there for the birth of their newborn because, you know, they're a dude." But that is—that's a cultural practice that's affecting the male gender. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a progressive male there would be like, "No, I really want to cut my baby's cord, or at least just be there with my wife." And they're like, "No, you don't. You don't." Or get if it. you're
2: fustin', I want to watch this C-section. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, he watched. The doctor's like, "You don't want," and he's like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> they're like, sir, I, you should sit in that chair. Oh, I'm fine.
1: I'd like to really watch this thing this, come out of my this, my wife. That camera. is where Brenna Brenna gets it from. Yeah, he's like,
2: you oh. know, your organs were on the table. I'm like, I don't need to hear about this. Okay, there's a reason the screen is there. Okay, no, they're not. Yes, they are. They have to remove your organs to get to the uterus and like get everything out. What organs? Okay, well, they don't. We don't have to remove them. But mm. Sometimes they pop out. They cut out your heart and your lungs and oh they just God, throw them across so the funny. room. Hey,
0: you got to see gonna... all of that?
1: Dude. I have pictures. Normally we How do you take so organs well.
0: and put them on the table? I don't, that's, that's not accurate.
1: Well, if it's a mislabeled podcast, everything's on the table. Unless that is. Unless you're off, off the, the table. table. And thank you everybody for this week's dinner. Thank you. Let's just keep our eyes open and our mouth closed. Just kidding. Your organs. Your organs. Your organs
2: are on the table. <sighs> guts and hoes. Seen and not and heard. Heard.
0: Let's be seen in nuts Guts
2: none. and hoes, those hoes have guts.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Mislabeled Podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button after you finish leaving us a review. Till next time.